So simply unprofessional. I'm your host Webby. Join me tonight. We got Devin. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we got Rob. Hey guys, how's it going? So this week, okay. So we don't have anything set in stone this week. We didn't watch a movie. We didn't watch a show. Uh, Devin did recommend one, which we are going to do because I do want to watch it. But I felt like I myself, at least, needed kind of just a relaxing week to just not necessarily come come down off of the Halloween stream, but I mean, I guess to come down off the Halloween stream. Fuck it. Let's not sugarcoat this shit. That weekend was, it was a long weekend for a lot of us. Very mm-hmm. little sleep over several days mm-hmm. uh, for various reasons. Uh, I came out the tail end of the Halloween stream not feeling well. I have a stomach bug. Uh, it has been kicking my ass the last several days. So we're just going to kind of chill out and talk. Um, at by first, the way, what? Oh, by the way, we raised $500 during the stream, which was our app goal for the whole thing. Because the way it works is we start with the Halloween stream and then we collect money all through November until the first week of December when we do our holiday stream for, for 24 hours. And then that's the end of it. So we had a goal of five hundred dollars this year. We made the whole amount during the Halloween stream. So now we've doubled it to a thousand dollars. So thank you if any of you came out to see us. Um, if you didn't and you want to see some of it, they are reposting the entire stream um, piece by piece on our YouTube channel, which is media on YouTube. Yep. Um. So yeah. Hey, congrats to everybody on the Distractions crew, and thank you to everybody for donating and even if you didn't donate thank you for the support thank you for coming out hanging out with us um sharing the links that people have shared for the fundraiser uh every little bit helps uh so rob to give you context since like right before the stream right before the recording here tonight uh right before i hit record me and devin started started yelling in weird anime anime voices mm-hmm <laughs> So, Devin watches this. What are they called, Devin? VTubers? I watch a lot of VTubers. Yeah, they're called VTubers. Okay, so Devin watches this VTuber. Well, uh, several, but this this one yeah. in particular. That he's I watch mainly one one company, which is Hollow Live, and then they have different branches in um, EN, which is here, um, mainly in Japan. And then I watch a couple in Japan, a couple here, and a couple in Indonesia. Yes. Okay. So this one was one of the Japanese ones, I'm, I'm guessing, based off of yes, the, the yes, language this, it, barrier. Yes, here. it was Subaru. <sighs> who was always in their video? And they were they were playing Phasmophobia, or as Rob calls it, Phantasmophobia. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I will always remind you of this. Uh, um, Fantasia? So 
they they were playing that game, right? And they were in the room, and the one who was, you know, whose perspective you were watching, they had the voice box. And first off, they were talking into it, trying to just like saying hello and and trying to get the ghost to talk. The voice box was not even on. Kane, yeah, Fuki, Mio, and Subaru. So then they start. Then they turn it on, and then they start asking, uh, you know, what's the ghost's name? And it's Christopher Davis. So then they start yelling Christopher Davis, and like and then just a bunch of what I would call anime words, but that's just the Japanese language. <laughs> oh my god! That sounded way better in my head than it did when it was out of my. You know what it sounded like was out of your mouth? Racist. <laughs> okay, I can't. <laughs> okay, listen. As for the SU lawyers, I should just shut the fuck up right now. Okay. But here at SU, we are not racist. Uh, I just. I'll just say I'm ignorant. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. There is evidence to prove that if you listen to this podcast almost every week, and we are oh. in fact ignorant. Yes, <laughs> I am terrible. I am a terrible human person, human being, human person. <laughs> God, human person. My brain <laughs> literally went from yelling Christopher Davis and ready to record to just shut down. Just, <laughs> nope. You said one bad thing. We're cutting you off. <laughs> my mouth is still trying, but my brain's like, nah, fam. We're out. <laughs> Webby, okay. as, the only, as the only straight white guy on the show, <laughs> I think we need to have it in... <laughs> Are we canceling? Is SU canceling Webby? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Are we are we having hashtag Webby is over party? <laughs> oh <Yep>. no! <sighs> <sighs> okay, okay. That's the title of this episode: hashtag Webby is over party. <laughs> no, I thought we had this conversation though before. I I can't be racist because Devin's my black friend, and he says it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had this conversation before. <laughs> yes. I don't know how that helps me with the Japanese people. <laughs> well, sure. Are either of you part Japanese that I should be aware of? No. Well, I can't use you guys as my scapegoat then. <laughs> I took Japanese in high school and college, if that counts. I'm mostly Swedish if you want to insult the Swedes. People say that when I laugh or smile, I look Chinese, but that doesn't help me in any way. (laughs) Oh, I'm just digging a bigger hole here, folks. Anyway. And the golden shovel uh, of the week goes to Webby. So, Rob, to to finish out this, whatever the fuck I was talking about. Rob, have you seen the video? The one guy jumping in the hole? No, No. the anime video. No, you should, you you should watch, watch it. 
while you watch that, be mindful when she starts yelling Christopher Davis to try to get the ghost to talk. Periodically, she shuts off the sound box for whatever reason, and then next thing you know, you hear like the whisper, uh, like over your over your shoulder that the ghost does every so often, and she starts freaking out because she thought it talked back to her through the <laughs> ghost box, but it didn't. Well, no, uh, that was uh, that was the second one. That was the other girl I sent you when I asked you oh. when you when you mentioned it to me. That was the second video where um, who's that? That was uh, <sighs> that was yeah, that was a kind of. Oh, I mean, I could find that one too. By the way, her yelling "Hey" is not an anime word. <laughs> no, not, well, no, no. <laughs> the whole the whole Christopher Davis kid is mostly in English. Listen, come on. A lot of the maybe I was getting confused with the second video, but when they're talking to each other, there's a lot of Japanese talk. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, when they're talking to each other, but most of it, she was just yelling, "Hey, and come on!" I'm like, "Don't do that anime word." I, I told Webby, I told Webby how I. Uh, that's yeah, how I'm gonna go in every every phasmophobia house from now on. I'm just gonna start yelling, yelling the ghost's name and hey, hey. <laughs> I just start yelling, "Come on!" and just see, see what happens. I'm just gonna start yelling, "Christopher Davis!" Like even if that's not the ghost's name. <laughs> Well, I mean, we know it responds to nonsense noises because my sanity keeps going down because of Matilda whenever she barks. That's true. <laughs> Maybe it just doesn't like dogs. Maybe, Maybe it's not nonsense. Oh, man. My <laughs> eyes are watering. I'm such a terrible human being. <laughs> but you're also the best human being. So it's it balances out. Um, Rob, you'll, you, you'll enjoy this. Uh, at, at least, you know, season one Naruto, Rob, mm-hmm. will enjoy this. Donnie sent me a meme, and it's a picture of uh, Will Smith as the genie from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And it says, Genie, you have three wishes. Aladdin, I wish there was no Sakura in the Naruto series. <laughs> genie, damn, that's good. All right, you still have three wishes. That one's on me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <sighs> she did get better. But now I can't watch it because I won't read subtitles. Yeah, because Rob's a racist. Okay, I got one up for you right here. Because <laughs> you guys want to hate on Sakura. So I'm a slow I'll, reader. <laughs> I'll temporarily hate on Sakura too. Because you all want to hate on Sakura. <laughs> I like that. So for the viewers, it's Sakura talking to Kakashi. And she says, Kakashi, why you cover your Sharingan eye all the day? <laughs> and he <laughs> says, well, I'm a copy ninja. I'd hate to accidentally copy your uselessness. <laughs> oh, man. I his words are perfectly copied English. Rob, he's a copy ninja. So and hers are just terrible. <laughs> why you cover your Sharingan eye oh. all the day? Man, hey, man! Oh, you you, you, your... you you linked that second video to Rob too. Yep. So you can see the voice box failures over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's also really <sighs> funny too because I don't think they set up their mics in the game. They didn't like because you have, if you're on Discord at the time, you have to go into the settings, reselect your audio source, and then it'll pick it up because it wasn't picking it up when they, when they were saying it. Yeah. And I wasn't watching it live, so I couldn't say anything in chat about it. Oh. <sighs> Man, all right. Not that it would matter, but you know. 
Uh, man, anybody else have anything they want to talk about other than my my racism and blatant <laughs> use? Maybe let's talk about your racism and blatant uselessness. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, other other than that, I already feel bad. Uh, uh, to talk about. Go uh, for it. Said I feel I have something to talk about. Are these more homebrew rules that we can shoot down? No, but this is probably why I felt so attacked because I was already attacked. Oh shit. <laughs> Did we attack uh, you? No. Oh, all right. Uh, this happened at work, but I wanted to save it for SU. That's why I didn't talk about it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, some guy threatened to have me fired today. I was arguing with him on the phone forever. And because uh, I wouldn't let him in at 8 02. Because we close at 8. It's like, sir, we close it. Like, I just kept repeating, sir, we close at 8 o'clock. It's 8 like, 02. And blah, blah. I have never heard my name sound like a swear before, but the amount of times he said it with such condescension, it sounded like a swear. Well, you know, Rob. Well, this Rob. Blah, blah, blah. Rob. <laughs> like, wow, you're making my name sound like a fucking swear. And you were on the <laughs> phone with this guy and he was outside the store? Uh, No. What had happened was I was out back taking the trash out and the other two employees were at the register counting it down and they told him he couldn't come in. So they called and, of course, wanted to speak to the manager, which was me. So, but I, like, I backed them up. It's eight. It's after eight. We're closed. You're not coming in the store, right? Uh, so then, but that, you know, I told him my name. I was like, "Hi, this is Rob. How can I help you?" His first thing was, "What's your location?" I was like, uh, "Excuse me. What do you mean?" It's like, "Where are you right now?" A- ASL for those AOL <laughs> users out there. <laughs> Chat room speak like, right there. God, I'm dating yeah. myself now. I was like, "I'm here." In the blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say where I work, although I probably have mentioned it before. And he's like, well, uh, blah, blah, blah. He told me, like, he was up front, and the two girls up front wouldn't let him in. Like, yeah, it was 8.02, and they wouldn't let me in. I'm like, well, yeah, we close at 8. It was 8.02. 8.02. Which is after 8 o'clock. And? I bought so much stuff from your company, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, if you come here when we're open, you can come in. And then... It just degenerated from there. But he just kept, like, saying my name like it was, like, uh, like in case he would forget it. Like, every, after every, every sentence, oh, I can't come in. Rob, is this what you're sticking with? Rob, when I call uh, your corporate offices, Rob, blah, 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 blah. Like, Rob, every freaking You should have asked seconds. his name. Rob, yeah. you really should have, like, you yeah. should have had the most Rob answer of all time. Like, if Rob ended the story by just being, like, honestly, I just told him on the phone, like, I've been trying to get fired for months. They just they just keep promoting me. <laughs> oh, if, if you could get me fired, <laughs> by please. Yeah, that's why I felt like the things that, like I was just trying to be polite because we're not supposed to really talk back to people. Blah blah. So I'm just trying to be, I'll just keep repeating that we're close. We close at eight. Sorry, I'm sorry. And he's like, you're gonna be sorry. Don't tell me you're sorry. I'm gonna get you fired. Blah 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 blah. And in my head, I'm going, if the company fires me for enforcing their own eight o'clock closing time rules, I don't want to work for them anyway. <laughs> True that. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Promise, and I'm just promise, like, pinky plus, plus, we specifically got a thing saying not to let, because they're afraid of riots, the riot, riots over the, the election. So we're supposed to be being extra cautious about not letting people in after close, about clocking up the electronics, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, they extra told me not to let people in after close. They're not going to fire me for not letting you in after we were closed. I don't care. On this whole, like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna blast you on social media. He's like, I don't suppose you want to tell me your last name after he said that. I'm like, 
not after you said you were going to blast me on social media. It's like, <laughs> not like I care. My whole, what, 28 followers who are mostly my friends are going to be like, You totally no, should have said wrong. yes. You should have said yes and said your hat. You can you gave me your Twitter hashtag and been like, it's it's whatever the uh, whatever the hashtag is for simply professional. You just want to yeah, either give them the SU hashtag or or CZ of three hundred. Was it Austin's getting all these? Austin just tweets. Austin just like hopped in the chat one day. He said, "Now he's like, man, I don't." I just don't know what I did. This guy, this, like, this guy hates somebody, me. I don't even know. Some guy just keeps saying 802, 802 over and over and over again. Uh, <laughs> I, know, man. I feel kind of bad. Uh, but so there was all that. And I have never wanted to tell someone to check their privilege so bad. Like, that's not something I usually ever have the urge to say. But I just wanted because he was like, oh, how much money I spend there. He's like, you're lucky to be open at all. You're probably like you're hanging on by a thread and without customers i'm just gonna watch your company crumble i'm like oh yeah our multi-state uh chain company is gonna crumble from your 30 dollars bag of dog food you're not gonna buy anymore oh the shame <laughs> now on the flip side rob I, that guy didn't get his bag of dog food and now mm-hmm. his dog's gonna go hungry tonight no, no he, he probably just went to meyer he probably just went to yeah. meyer or wherever and bought like the cheap dog food they, uh, he'll be all right. He'll be okay. But if people are running out of dog food before they buy more dog food, that's that's on them. True that is being a bad statement. owner. True statement. <laughs> but I just uh, like the whole, and then he kept saying, and then he kept saying Amanda's name too. Well, you and Amanda, I'm gonna call a corporate. I'm like, let me give you the phone number. Hold on, <laughs> I put him on a hold and went to go get it. I'm just like, oh my god, most infuriating <clears throat> guy I've ever talked to. And then, like, he slapped me around. It was terrible. So then he's like, he's like, I'm going to give you one last chance. And I was like, oh, do tell. <laughs> oh, do tell. Okay. He's like, what can you possibly say that will change my mind at this point? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm not even there anymore. I'm like, well, then what's my last chance to not still let you in? Cause you're not here. Like, I'm I, okay. So you should have like, asked for ice cream. This is the story. This is the story. I'm going to tell corporate that I came at eight Oh two. I'm like, uh-huh. And you wouldn't let me in the store. Uh-huh. Blah, blah. And you're sitting out there on your cell phones, laughing at me, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well that part didn't happen. I'm like, I was out back taking out the trash and the girls were up front counting down the register. And he's like, well, that's what I'm going to say you were doing. I was like, so you're going to lie. And he's like, yeah. That's like, when you say you these phone calls are going to lie. <laughs> Well, that he asked me if it was recorded, and I said no because recording people without their knowledge is illegal. I could get in more trouble for claiming that it was being recorded eh, than fair. not. So, so yeah, I told, I'm like, no, it's not being recorded. And I'm like, but you just told me outright that you were going to lie. And he's like, yeah, well, then it'd be, but it'd be your word against mine. I'm like, so you're up on your high horse about not being let in at 802, but you have to lie to get your way? Doesn't that seem wrong to you? He's like, no. I'm just like, well, okay, well, you have a great night. <laughs> Well, not just that, Rob. You're on security cameras. Like, if they need to check, you can be like, just check the cameras. We're, I wasn't up front laughing with anybody on myself. Uh, glances around. Guys, my store doesn't have security cameras. Well, Nobody go there or rob anything, but we don't have security That's what he said, too. He's like, because uh, I, I, I let him think we did. He's like, well, they could check the security cameras for that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, they could. So, so I let him have the impression that we did so that I could be like, yeah. We were, we were doing what we were supposed to be doing, but we actually don't. Okay. Now I know to go steal all my dog food from Rob's store. <laughs> you shush. <laughs> uh-huh. 
But yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Now, Rob, have, next to your store, are, is to there like, end. is there like a Taco Bell or a Blake's or or like a uh, a Friendlies or anything like that? There is. There's a in the same plaza. There's a Burger King. There's a there's a Taco Bell close by. There's a Chick Fil A. <laughs> So I would have been like, okay, sir, I will let you in to buy your dog food if you bring me a Whopper meal, number two, large. Mm-hmm. With a Dr. Oh, Pepper. hell no. He probably would have spit in it. Oh, uh, fair. <laughs> oh, man, Rob. But, yeah, so that you was, got some, was... some crazy people coming down into your stores down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just he was so sure he was going to get me fired over this. I'm like, you're not going to get me fired over following the rules. I don't understand why you think this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, Devin. Any crazy stories like that for you for the last couple of days? Um, not particularly. No. Um, we don't live very exciting lives, Rob. Me they decided <laughs> they they decided at work today to run to run a test in the fire system, except they didn't tell anybody it was a test until after it was running for like five minutes. So, so that was fun. Build, did the whole building evacuate? No, I just sat in my office. I never leave. Like I open, like I I heard the fire alarm going off. I opened my door. It's like East Tower. I'm like, oh, I'm on the other side of the building. It'll, it'll a lot will have to burn down before it gets to me. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stayed my. I'm like, if it gets that bad, I'll know it, and I have, I have, I have other ways out of here. I'm on the third floor, worst case scenario. I'll kick out the air conditioner out my window and jump out the window. I'll be okay. Just spooner man down the wall. Well, no. So like, so the the building I'm in is actually perfectly like symmetrical. Like each floor is, is identical. No. Um. So every floor below me also has an air conditioner in their window, so I can just kick out mine and then just jump down to the next air conditioner, and if it breaks. I mean, I'm only falling from two stories instead of three. And then if if it doesn't break, I can just drop to the other one and then fall from the first story down, and it's fine. As long as the air conditioner doesn't fall on top of me when I land, I'm I'm good. Yeah. It's not ideal, but it works. I mean, whatevs. There's a tree outside, but I can just jump with the tree. I've thought about this. Like, I've thought about it. Like, or I can go in the bathroom across the hall from me, open that window, and there's, like, that window opens up into, like, an alleyway, but there's, like, a ledge that's not that far. It's, like, maybe six and a half feet. So, like, if you get a good jump, you probably could, like, make make the ledge um, and then just land on the other roof. And then there's, on that roof, there is a, like, a fire escape. Um, so, well, that, it's, like, a service ladder, but it'll work. So, I mean, you can service ladder your way down. I've thought I, about I'm it. just picturing Maybe Devin doing, like, daredevil type stunts like leaping from building to building blindfolded i mean i don't why am i blindfolded like because daredevil I mean, wore a blindfold earlier right it's like okay the building's on fire it's like i gotta do something dangerous but wait this isn't dangerous enough for me blindfold myself blindfold. all right let's go let's go <laughs> i'm ready boys oh man this is quite the week <laughs> A couple weeks ago, uh, a guy tried to, or well, did burn down the office of my storage unit because he was living in the storage unit and they evicted him. So he came back and burned down the storage unit. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. I drove by it on the way to work while they were putting. The question I have is this. (laughs) Are crazy people attracted to you or do you attract crazy people? That's the question here. I mean, it's, it's Connecticut. 
they're everyone's crazy here. That's a true statement. It's like that's true. New Hampshire all day. Or as some may say, Massachusetts. Because you're from Massachusetts, might be according to some people. Uh, yeah, some people, which is stupid. <laughs> God damn it. I'm not a masshole. I could turn this meme into one about Connecticut, though. I could just be like, damn, Connecticut, are you a math textbook? No, why? Because you have a lot of fucking problems. <laughs> I'm going to use that line on somebody someday. I'm not going to lie. I've dated a lot of crazy people. This This line would have worked on all of them. <laughs> like would have worked to got you a date or would have worked like it would have been true or both probably both i, I like mean it, it would have been 100% it would have been true on a lot of them but it probably would have gotten me like further into a date using that line which is, it makes it even worse they're like they're they're crazy and they know it and they they like, crazy being, and like, I they know like it. being called out on it <clears throat> But yeah, no. I mean, I had I had one girl try to stab me with a spoon. I was like, of all the utensils, you use that one. I don't understand. And then I was out. I just paid the paid the waitress for the tab and I left. Oh man. I don't understand that meme. I'd have to send this to Rob because Rob is a Trekkie. <clears throat> Rob, I'm going to send you this and you can tell me what the hell it means. Also, screw you, Rob. Oh? Uh, that video that I sent you today about like listening to the words and hearing it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you know, if you li- if you kind of think about both words, you can mash them up and it'll mix them up for you. Whole new level of a head explosion on that video. <laughs> I was like, Green Storm? What? Brain Needle? What is this bitch saying? <laughs> Wait, what? So there's this video of, like, it's like a... There's like some sort of electronic noise, like a chime that plays. And it's this, it's this woman, and above her, she kind of points up... There is one word that says green needle and one word on the other side that says brainstorm. And if you focus on it and you think about one of the words, when the chime goes off, you'll hear that word. And it's not like, a, oh, it bounces <laughs> back and forth. It's just it's literally whatever you're thinking of. For whatever reason, the chime allows your brain to hear that word in the chime. And. Rob's like, if you mix it up, so you could do like brain needle or green storm to like mix the words up, your brain will actually hear those words. It's very messed up, and I don't like it. (sighs) I feel bad for this guy. So I'm reading a reading a post on Reddit. It's it's a couple years old now, but um, Rob earlier inspired me. Um. About uh, some of the worst house rules you ever had to endure in D anD. d Oh boy, I hate, I hate you both if, again. If we're gonna go, if, attack. hold on. No, if we're gonna go back to this topic for a moment, 
I first need Rob to explain to me this Klingon tattoo oh, yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, so I read it, and it's pretty funny. Uh, it's because the Klingon, it says, I'm loving my Kling- new Klingon bird of prey tattoo, and your shoulder's bare. It's because the Klingon birds of prey can become invisible. They have a cloaking device that makes them invisible. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. So that's like me saying, I like my predator tattoo, and there's nothing there. Like yeah. Predators can become or invisible. This is my somber tattoo. No, that's just, that's just, that's called a tumor. Yeah, um, yeah, that's cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. We are doctors. We can diagnose this. We uh, have diagnosed Sombra. It's cancer. Fine. I will give up Sombra, but you let me keep symmetry, bastards. Every C in the in, in Pacific Ocean is pronounced differently. I don't know if any of you ever knew that. Anyway, continue with your homebrew rules that are questioned. So this one guy, this one guy had to deal with all of these rules. So the player. first one alone, as a player, the first one alone is uh, I would never play in, in that group again. So um, the DM doesn't let us make our own rolls ever. So he rolls for them, for everything. My God, that would be boring. Well, yeah, that takes, yeah. Out, that takes out a he lot literally, of fun. They, they, show up, they show up <clears throat> to like what they do, and then he rolls for them, which is kind of terrible. Um, and also... This is we. I think we've all had DMs that that do this that just make you overly roll for things. So also, no matter what you're doing, you have to roll a d20 to pass or fail. This includes having to make checks to walk forward, pull a sword out of a monster you you stabbed, and sleep soundly at night. So to yeah, walk forward. Yep. Like hey, I, tripping and falling. <laughs> uh, yep. Like I'm gonna go walk over here to grab this sword. Like all right, make a check to do that. Like he, he's dead. I I can't just grab the sword. No, he's no he. he, he you got to roll for that. All right. Well, I crit one. Oh, sorry, man. His blood's at his blood's acidic. You don't have a sword anymore. Sorry, dude. I don't. Sorry about that. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Additionally, when one of our party when one of our party members fall to zero HP, they can roll a d20 on a ten or higher. They are automatically restored to full health. Anything less, they're unconscious. What? Wait, they're yep. restored to full health. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's it's all or nothing. You either roll a ten or higher, and you make the check, and you're back at full health, and you're not down at all, or you fail, and you just you're unconscious, which is stupid. About that. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, eventually, I would imagine that you could die eventually. Um, if I was in this campaign, I would just constantly try to kill myself and fail at it. <laughs> like, oh, you rolled all- a fail. I didn't kill myself. I'm gonna try again. He also gives out XP based on what you did in combat. Um, if you missed a monster and didn't get a chance to hit it before it died, you get you get zero XP. Well, and then that just makes you further and further behind. Pretty yep. strategy. Yep. Yeah, I don't, yeah I'm not liking good. any of these. Yep. It's pretty bad. So yeah, those are all the rules that like, he had to deal with to get through that. <laughs> nice. It's extra sharp. I kind of like this idea as a joke for like a night, but I think a long-term rule would be really stupid. Um, this player said uh, um, it was a stupid idea that caught on that wisdom can change at the DM's discretion. So if you made a smart choice, you can get a plus. You know, you can get a plus here with like a plus one. But if you make dumb choices, you'll get a minus one wisdom. <laughs> that would be terrible for wisdom-based characters. Yeah. Well, it would encourage you to play your character. It encourage you to play wisdom like. Yeah, I know, but sometimes you don't AKA, know. Aka, right, right. Aka, I think Talon would lose a lot of wisdom. <laughs> I did read Very this quickly. one post where somebody 
they started it off as, oh, I think it'd be a funny joke, blah, 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 to do, you know, to make players roll for skill checks with skills that don't make sense for the role. And then the one guy replied, he was a DM, he's like, you say joke, but I've used this before. And he gave the example of <clears throat> the player wanting to check a chest for traps. And the DM's like, okay, roll performance. And the guy's like, uh, okay, 17. And the DM's like, okay, so you start whistling this tune as you walk over and you start poking and checking the chest for traps. And it's a really catchy tune. You picked it up from a bard on the, on the last inn that you were in. And the guy's, yeah, okay, well, what about the chest? And the DM's like, the chest starts humming along with you. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's one that I, I want own. I have my own injury. Oh. Um, yeah, it's it's a system that where so uh you know in the in the veil of being anonymous here, um this this particular redditor is a system. There's a system that a couple DMs that he's played with implements where uh you come into you face a problem or face a challenge and uh it probably could be solved through just basic rules, um, given what you have. But there's always some arbitrary number and then some arbitrary amount of passes or fails that have to happen. And you have to roll a stat or a skill or something to try to and then describe in some way to try to make it work to get past that point. And then you can't use the same thing the person used you before and can't use the same thing you used also in the last time, which then eventually you just get around to have skills that you never use. This sounds like skill check challenges. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) This took me me way longer to understand than it should have. (laughs) God damn it, David. Oh man, that took me way longer. Everybody knows skill check challenges are my favorite part of D and D. Yep, I hey, love man, them. I, so I don't. Much. Ins- I don't institute them very often. So I know, I know. I feel like Austin's every every episode. <laughs> at least there's like at least one every episode. There haven't been any in the home game, which I was surprised about. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. I think he realizes that at this point. Webby's character has almost every damn skill. Between Webby and Donnie, they can almost do everyone by, them, by themselves. I will um, say Thorn is very skilled. You're what, plus I, 35 to pickpocketing? I saw this post in Reddit. I saw this post in Reddit where guys like, looking for um, uh, ideas for my players under this category and it said, easy puzzles for toddlers. And somebody went, wow, that you're being awfully condescending. And the guy's like, you're right. I'm sorry. I, you see, I just came off a a session where <laughs> I described that this door is surrounded by a red line, and along the red line, there's a bunch of dead animals just piled along right where the red line begins. Guess what they fucking did? <laughs> right across the line <laughs> to grab the door. <laughs> well, and another one was talking about how they jumped headfirst into a river to see if it was acid or not. <laughs> That's how they tested it. I'll never forget <laughs> reading through one of the Vampire the Masquerade modules because I used to I used to read through some of the module books for like specific NPCs to add to the world and things like that. 
but I was getting it. I was trying to get used to how modules, because I, I, I don't ever DM with modules. Uh, I tried ones. It, it feels very, I don't, I don't know the word, but like not, not free flowing and not natural. Uh, it feels like it's, it's a lot of exposition and I don't feel like that is my type of DM style. But I'll never forget when one of the it was a Vampire of the Masquerade specifically. It, it was trying to it, like the scenario was like there was a hidden door in like this library, and it was it was supposed to be pretty easy to find. You know there was like that that stereotypical if you hold a candle up to it, the wind will start pulling it in. Um, you, like if you sprayed dust, the, the dust would get sucked between the cracks of the bookshelf, you know, things like that. And then one of the lines is, if your players are especially dense, do this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wow. Okay. So even the, the writers of the vampire, of the masquerade modules know that there's some dumbass fucking players out there. <laughs> Like they didn't even, they didn't even try to word it nicely. They're just like, if your players are dumber than dog shit do this. I have a funny PC death that I just read on Reddit. Okay. I can share. All right. So, um, from six years ago, uh, by the, by, by a gentleman named Quasar Phil. Um, he says, I've been waiting to share this campaign was based in a very, in a small, very superstitious village in the mountains, a four man group. One of them being the demon's brother who, who is the player who always has to play a non-standard race. So after the town burns his fourth character, a half minotaur at the stake, he's getting fed up and says, fine, I'll be human. He decides to be a worshiper of Nerul, the god of death, murder, and the underworld, <laughs> in a town inhabited by worshippers of Palor. Uh, he slowly starts sacrificing townies, and a, and a vital part of our quest is to protect this town. Our fighters suggest... Uh, suggest just straight up murdering him. I was playing a rogue, however, and had a much better idea. He owned a house near the center of town. While everyone in town was gathered for a weekly meeting, I snuck out and gathered some animal blood, painted symbols in the rule and Arithil on the door, and knowing he had traps inside, I called the guards. The traps were definitely made made for us, but the traps were definitely made for us, but he never ex expected our group to call the guards. Now here's where it gets good. Instead of the guards attempting to arrest their arrest, their roles resulted in them bolting bolting the door and burning the house down. We listened as he failed his attempt to leave the house stealthily, falling into two bear traps, completely losing his left leg and getting hit by an oil trap. As he burst outside, badly burnt and trying to blame us, our fighter runs up and attempts to kick a kick to the head to knock him out. He rolls a triple 20 and knocks his head clear across town, becoming a legend for vanquishing the devil with a single kick. Our fighter was known as Golden Leg from there on out. So there you go. Well, okay. He effectively home alone himself. <laughs> okay, so golden leg. I have a question now. Yep. For a D and D standpoint, now I I've seen you know crit tables and crit fumble tables and stuff because back in second edition that was that was part of the the combat rule book. Mm -hmm. There was, there was crit fumble tables and there was crit tables that you could do extra various things to monsters. 5e does not technically have something like that instituted. 
So, you know, you could grab one of these various many crit or fumble tables off the internet or whatever, but how would you institute something like a dismemberment or possible dismemberment to a player or to NPCs? Uh, so, yeah, so the beginning part of that question is how would you institute that? And second part, would you? Seeing as though 5e also does not have a, so, a set ruling on that. There's a couple of different ways you can implement that. Um, there might be something about it in the Dungeon Master's Guide. There's a couple of different ways that you could implement it. It depends on the kind of game you're playing. If you're playing more like not... Like, I had a, I had an idea for a game a while back in D&D of basically playing... Not town guards, but just playing like mediocre, very low magic y, like very mediocre, mediocre style fucking game, right? Where like your your job is to protect this fucking town. <laughs> like you, you are the guardians of this village or of this town. That's your job. And uh, you're basically just like slightly better than like regular guards. So in a situation like that, I think I would do it in the. Um, health by location method which is which is borrowed from basic role playing where you take your main health pool and you divide it up based on the parts of the such parts of your body so you have you know your legs your arms your torso and your head um you can then get granular and break it down into like individual le- arms and legs if you really want to but i wouldn't and usually how it works out is usually how it works out is it's i believe 60% yeah, it's 60% of your HP is devoted to your torso. 20% of your HP is devoted to your head. Um, and then uh, 10% for your legs and your arms, uh, you know, roughly, right? Um, I would do it that way and then just have a hit location chart. And you could argue and say, well, maybe, you know, maybe not do it that way or whatever. But, I mean, I think it would be fun. It would definitely be a harder game. You would have definitely have issues where like people are like well i'm probably going to die like you know you get a, a really good hit off and you fucking hit the guy in the head and just cave his head and even with his helmet on but i mean i think that would be it'd be a really fun game i think to play even if it's just for like a shorter campaign because it would just really put things in perspective <laughs> for people yeah. but um i mean I, I yeah i think that'd be really fun i mean obviously as you like level up it would become i guess less of a problem um and I guess the way it, you know you you implement it would be you know you would have to obviously have like a hit, a hit roll location so like a crit would be or like when you roll whatever your whatever your to hit on the dice was like I think that's how they did it whatever your like when you roll the d20 to roll your roll your damage whatever that if you had advantage or disadvantage whatever dice you wind up taking you just split up you know you just split it up a certain way so you um the next up by daylight killer is Christopher Davis um. But yeah, no, you split it up a certain way. So like you would do, you know, you could do, you could do like head is only in a nat 20. Head's only in a nat 20. Um, You know, torso would be from 19 to like, you can go 19 to 15 and then split up what your arms and legs every other way. So you could do it that way. Um, Or you could theoretically, you could give up make it like 10 to 19 or whatever for your torso and then like one through five is your like arms and then like 
six through ten, six through nine is your legs or whatever. You could however you want to split it up as a DM. You could do it that way. But that's how I, I would do it. And whatever you roll, so if you roll like a seventeen, like okay, that's a torso. Obviously, that's like the bigger part of your body. That's usually what people are going to be aiming for anyway. Um, yeah. Um, and then I guess the only way you would probably be able to do that, you'd have to do like some actual like game hacking. If you want to do like a longer campaign, you'd probably just have to do some game hacking, as opposed to having armor be AC, do armor in the way of like a damage reduction, based on the type of armor you're wearing. But the, I mean, yeah, that's it, it would be like a game mold. But uh, if I just kept it standard, I think for like a fun like short campaign or like a one shot, I think doing it that way would be would be kind of fun. The way I would do it is because, like, losing an arm or leg is going to cause devastating build, or you're going to have to wear a crutch. Or, I mean, you could get false leg. Like, there's a way around it. Like, if you lost a leg, you could get a false leg, maybe, or you could just strap, like, <laughs> a shield to your stump if you lost an arm, but you wouldn't be able to use two-handed weapons and stuff like that. So what I would do is make it a consequence instead of dying. Like, say an enemy's got you down and is going to hit you for your last uh basically kill you they could choose instead to, to like hack off your arm to instead of kill you like and cripple you before moving on or whatever um so that's the way i would do it like make it a consequence of okay you can live but now you have to deal with this this ability basically <laughs> right on all right <clears throat> now all right, now let me ask you guys this. Uh, in your opinion, now say say there was a... Uh, let me say it. Okay, a Minotaur is the first thing that pops in my mind. Okay, so say there's a Minotaur PC. And an NPC, you know, uh, is, you know, someone who's supposed to be overpowering and, and um, uh, substantial, not just like a, you know, random encounter NPC sort of deal is trying to impose their, their dominance. And I have a, like, this guy's going to break off the Minotaur's horn say okay now that mechanically won't do anything really for the minotaur losing a horn but it creates plot and it it shows you know weakness in that character to a degree um and the way i would handle that is i i I would have had the minotaur essentially roll like a constitution saving throw Essentially, just to see how hardy they are versus a role that you know the 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 enemy made to snap the horn off. How how would you guys handle something like that? And do you think that's do you think that's uh, too harsh to do to a player? Hmm. So, I mean, for. Story reasons, I would say it's not too harsh if there's a specific like thing behind like, it. Like they're not, I would they're not it doing worth... it. Like you're not, you're not gaining any negative status effects from it. Yeah, no, I know. but I would still make it more 
difficult because it's basically like okay well you're cutting off an ear from a human kind of thing it's like right. okay you don't get anything because your ear hole's still there you don't have any deafness or anything but it's like okay well i'm physically maiming you might lose a point of charisma but even if you don't like it's still like i don't want to walk around without an ear uh but i would make it more like either they'd have to be somehow restrained or something or uh incapacitated in some way like you can't just walk up and fight and aim for the horns or if yeah i mean but if right. you wanted no, to no, do no. that i would yeah yeah, yeah. like well, yeah uh, but yeah i mean for resisting i i would do constitution definitely Devin, or dexterity to like to avoid being it. grabbed to get yeah. all together yeah. i mean what i probably would do is if like you're at the like static like a minotaur like losing a horn i probably would say i would first thing i would do is i would downgrade the gore uh by one die step Okay, well, say there's no mechanical benefit to even having that. So, I'm just saying purely for. So wait, let me just double check. Are you are you asking what would you do to the Minotaur or what would you do with a player? No, I'm I'm saying do, first. Do you think that's too much for a DM to do to a player to dismember them in some fashion uh, through story, essentially? Uh, I mean, it, I mean, I guess it kind of depends you're on what physically, you're physically potentially permanently altering a character. Right. I mean, but I guess it depends. It also, I guess it depends on like what you're dismembering on that character and that player. So I'm going to give you, okay, I'll give you the, the example. Like, okay. So in like the, just give you like a real quick, like in the example of like dismembering, like a, no, I'm going to give you the real example of what happened. Okay. I'm just saying like a tiefling or a minotaur. It was a tiefling. It was, it was a tiefling. It was Avalos's tiefling. Okay. And they were going, they were facing off, they they had brought themselves in, part of their party was posing as religious fanatics who wanted to be part of this group, mm-hmm. and the other, there was like three members that were posing as captives, they were, they were, they were tied up, hands behind their backs, um, one of which was the tiefling, Avalos' tiefling, and the, the two "Quote unquote big bad evil guys of this particular part, who were very much more powerful than they were, um, essentially walked up and grabbed Avalos's tiefling by the horn and was just manhandling him. It was like like physically wrenching his head to the side to like inspect him, you know. Mm. And uh, just before combat started, in fact, it was actually as combat started, I didn't even allow this guy to attack. I just made it, this is his first action in combat, was I had Avalos roll a constitution saving throw, and I rolled a strength check on my guy. And I ended up snapping Avalos's tieflings, one of his horns off, as just this guy's first action in combat. As opposed to just outright starting a fight because uh, they had they had initiated combat so I, I i i essentially foregoed his first round just to break off okay. avalos's horn. my uh, well, my my audio cut out on me for a second um oh. so just right before i heard everything i missed like the i guess the initiation so i i what what caused the check the strength versus the con check well, it was like he had him grappled. He had him grabbed by the horn, and then somebody cast a spell and started combat. 
Okay. So I use I... this guy's first action in combat instead of actually casting a spell or making an attack as just tearing the horn off. What I would have done was I would have been like, okay, well, they're casting spells. He's now too distracted to be worried about ripping your horn off, but he has it in his hand. And if you want to try to get away, you can, but it will snap your horn off. Like give him the option to have it happen or not. Be like, well, he's going to have you grasped by the horn or you can try to free yourself, but it's going to snap. You're going to do a tested roll. And if he rules higher, you're going to lose the horn. Like kind of give it, make it his choice of whether he wants to try or not. Okay. Um, but I mean, also another way to look at it is if you know your players, like if you know that they're going to take this and as like a story thing, like if you know them well enough where they're like, okay, oh, this fucker snapped my horn off and now I'm going to like role play into that and be all angsty about him, blah, 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 blah. Like the, if you know, they'll be okay with it and put please, it into role. Please play. no more angsty tieflings. Please. <laughs> but I've had enough saying, angsty like, tieflings if, in my, for a lifetime. If you know the person and they're going to roll with it and be like, have, make like have fun with it and you know build their character but if you know it's somebody that's sensitive that's going to be like you ruined my character i would play like mm. <laughs> well that's part of what i was about to ask so first things first first things first i have a couple of questions okay i gotta run to the bathroom over here that's all fine. right yeah. that's fine because i can i can detect this out um i guess who was the initiator of the scene um was the player group Trying to do something to the Minotaur, or was the Minotaur trying to? Okay, do so it wasn't a Minotaur. It was it was a Tiefling. It was Avalos. Tiefling. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, so what ripped off his? I thought it was a Minotaur that ripped off his horn. So I was not... just using that as an example. Okay, so what ripped off the horn? The a... the brutishly large cleric. This was the cleric paladin fight that they had weeks ago. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Uh, so so just okay. They so, were in a camp. Um, They're torturers. Like this guy was a torturer. That's his main okay. job. So, who initiated the that was 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 it a situation where it was they were trying to like escape or they were trying to fight nope, or they, were they just so three they them, they jumped in to initiate it. Three of them were walking these the rest of the group in tied up. Okay. And they were walking them into this town essentially. Saying that, oh, they caught these three, you know, magic creatures, essentially, because this group of individuals were very anti-arcane. They were like religious fanatics. Um, and they marched their, their party members in who were tied up, arm, you know, hands behind their back. And they marched them into the house and they were having a conversation. And this cleric, who was the torturer walked over and inspected each of them. And when they got to the tiefling, he grabbed the tiefling's horn and kind of like wrenched his head to the side and inspected him because he has a personal distaste for tieflings. Uh, And then as that was happening, while he still had a hold of the horn, one of the people who were, you know, who, who had brought them in, casted a spell and initiated combat. So that was the essentially the breakdown of the scenario, and instead of taking a first round of combat with the cler with the with the cleric guy, I just had his first action in that combat be breaking off the T or attempting to break off right. the T Fox yeah. horn. I got it. I got it now. I got the full picture. Um, was Avalos's character tied up at the time? Was yes. it, was he one of the characters restrained? He was restrained. Yep. Effectively. Okay. Yep. Had he done any actions prior to try to get out of the restraints? 
No, because his whole thing was that he was willingly put in the restraints for this ruse. Okay. Um, given the situation in the self-have, a restrained character really can't take a lot of actions. Right. So at that point, I would have just, I would have legitimately just been on you as the DM in terms of like, if you, if that's what you want to have the character to do. Right. There, there's, there's no, 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 I'm, I'm saying like, there's nothing mechanically I can think of in my head that, that. I can't see anyone saying that that's like bullshit or call it or like throwing well, a flag and saying that. Well, that's why well, I was all, asking. Well, no, I'm saying like in terms of being like too brutal, like the characters are. We've already established the character doesn't like magic users, doesn't like, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it being a cleric paladin with that kind of zealous attitude, probably not too fond of tieflings himself. Right. Um. So, I mean, that's we've already established that's kind of within within character. Right. So, in my opinion, it's established that that's within character, whether that's an NPC character or a not NPC character. That's with it's with it's a within character action. We've already we've established that we've established that the, I guess the victim in this case was basically restrained. So there's really not much they could have done if they even wanted to really defend against it. So it was almost like it it it, it would have been like. It would have I I would have I made the same argument like even if it like if I was in Avalanche's shoes and you told me like first action of combat like make a I'll make a con check or something and I he beat me on a shrimp check and you're like oh he he snaps your neck like I wouldn't have necessarily at that point I'm as a restrained character and you know and someone who's physically more imposing than you I'm kind of already at your mercy right. um. So I wouldn't have necessarily argued it. Now I will say this: I think it does boil down to just kind of what Rob, like what Rob said, just know, kind of knowing your group and knowing the players. Um, if you know it's a player who would like roll with it and just be like, okay, well this guy is now like I'm swearing, you know, I'm swearing a blood curse on this guy, like I'm coming for him, you know? Right. He maimed me. I'm going to write that into my story and and make it work for me. Um, then by all means, I say go for it. But, I mean, I also think if you have a character or a player that's going to just kind of make a stink about it, um, it's just not worth the hassle. Right. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. I'll put it this way. Do I feel, as a DM, do I feel like you cross lines? No. Um, I think it's, I think everything was totally fine. Uh, I think that could have, that would have went over, that could have went over pretty much exactly um, and no one really would have problems with that. However, I also say that it kind of just depends on a group by group basis, based on you, like you knowing like, how, how your group is. So, I mean, okay. I'll just leave it at that. I mean, I would say I would have been fine with it. I would have found ways to like bring it up about my character later, like give it right the character. Exactly. However, if you had just snapped my neck, it Devin's... Yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah. okay, I, I don't I know why he brought up snapping a neck because this was definitely well, no. Before, I'm just saying. But... I'm just saying. No, I was. I brought that up. Just saying, like, at, even in that same moment, like the character being that vulnerable, because you have to look at it that way. Like the character is kind of in a vulnerable position at that point in time, grappled by a more physically imposing character already restrained on top of that. Like it's kind of a like at that point. I was just saying, like as a DM, like if we were playing the kind of game, like as a DM, it's like, well, his first action to combat is like make a save. You know, he's going to. You know, he's going to snap your neck. You don't have to say he kills you outright. I'm just saying, like, he he does, in fact, break your neck. You're going to take penalties. You're down or whatever. You're, you know, you're down. Somebody has to come and, you know, heal you. Um, You know, something along those lines. Like, if you start off the combat like, hey, you know what? This happens. 
He snaps your neck. All right, you're down on the ground. Now now his first action of combat was that, and now he's moving to go engage them. He's effectively pulling two people out of the fight. You're not dead, but I just say you're down, and you are making de- You know, you fail to save. You're down. You're making death saves. Because, I mean, I do feel like 5e is missing that, and that is one of the things that I kind of do miss from old editions. Kind of like the official, like, save or suck or save or die spells. So you could have kind of introduced that same scenario in that situation where that happened, and it's like, okay, well, now you're, I'm forcing your healer to come and heal you. So they, they're out of the fight, too. So now it's a more even fight, or now it's a, a situation where you guys are now out, outnumbered. So that's what I'm doing. And then as a DM, like, I would have just left them on the ground and just engaged in fighting someone else. But, you, but having that knowledge of probably for one or two turns, depending on how long it takes to get there, that person is going to be effectively you taking two people out of the fight. So... That's kind of how I would have thought it. Um, and like I'm saying, like if that happened to me, I, I wouldn't I have had a problem a, with that. I would be okay with that too, as long as the snapping of the neck was an instant death. But if it was well, no, scenario, well, no, well, no, 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 I would mean like it was an instant, instant death scenario. I mean like it down, like it downed you, like it downed you, and you're out. Instant for the, that. knockout, essentially. Instant yeah, knockout. exactly. Like an instant knockout, like that happens. You know, you're down there, and you just kind of describe it up, like yeah, you're you're kind of paralyzed at this point. Like you know, now, you you're here, your cleric can heal you and get you back up. But now, question, you know, hypothetical. Yep. Hype, purely hypothetical for no particular reason. <laughs> so there's definitely uh, a reason. Okay. How do so, you guys think Donnie would handle one of his characters getting personally maimed somehow? Uh, if you're cutting off Donnie's penis, he will not <laughs> take to it well. I will say this. <laughs> I will say it boils down to exactly three factors with Donnie. Okay. Factor number one. Factor number one. Was there a role involved, and did he roll... Like, even as you as a DM, if this was, like, an, an, a thing, like, you just made the roles just for, for, for like, piety's sake, and it wasn't, it didn't actually matter, but if it came down to a role, and sure. Donnie rolled poorly in that role, and you maimed him, but even if he rolled good, you still would have maimed him... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I'll say one. Yes, sure. There's a role involved. Okay, if there's a role involved and he rolled poorly, he will take it poorly. Caveat <laughs> there. Donnie okay. He's where rolling comes comes in. So first, right. first, do you think if I took the role out, he would accept it better? No, because he it would feel like it was a storyline thing, a yeah, plot like, thing, more along than he fucked up on a role which he already has problems with. Okay, so no role. If you, Got gave it. Him, if, if you gave him choices to get there and he chose certain ways, then I think he'd be okay with it. But if you were just like, no, this happens regardless of what you do, that's kind of like. Well, but like if you were like, I won't okay, lie, well, it was, it was kind of, it, it's the hypo, the purely 100% hypothetical situation would essentially, there would, it would be story driven. Mm-hmm. And it would not have been impacted by his decisions, necessarily. It is something that would it, that would just have happened. Right. So that was Due my first, circumstance. That was my first caveat. My second caveat of yeah, how he would take it would be if and how severely it would impact his character going forward. It like, would not impact in, his character statistically. 
would it impact how his character interacts with certain things in the sense of like possibly if he was like in the sense of like like for instance if you if he was a a spellcaster and you fucking hit him and gave him brain damage, so he no, lost you know, four points of intelligence. I'm just saying, like, if it was, or if it even didn't necessarily do it that way, like, it's just like, oh, um, every time you try to roll a spell, you gotta, tr- you gotta make a roll to remember it or something along those lines. No, it would be um, nothing like that. It would be pure if, if it affected his character at all. Purely role play. It would be through role play and socially. Okay. Um, and then the third thing would be the the third thing would be. Hold on, Rob. What'd you say? So you're gonna maim his face or something? So that that's what I was about to get to. The, the third thing would be with Donnie is is it going to affect his Let, his looks? Um, hypothetically, if, if this were Vamp and Austin <laughs> did something that caused Donnie to be maimed, I think he's gonna be pretty pissed about it. He would. I I, I for sure think he would. Like especially if it was something along the lines of like even if it didn't matter, like you burnt. His fuck, you burnt like a fucking handprint Abraham on his face. Sitting in a hallway and got stabbed um, in the gut. <laughs> can I just say like how happy I am? I'm not in that situation at all. Can I just say that? De- Devin's like, I'm glad that the DM has taken his ire out on other people for once. <laughs> like he, you just, I, I see Devin sitting at his computer desk right now, feeling relieved that the eye of Sauron is no longer gazing down upon him. Now it's I mean, seen the fair, hobbits traversing. To be fair, I felt like the eye of Sauron in in relationship to Roy. I felt like the eye of Sauron has been pointed directly at him since we've partied up. <laughs> yeah, and now it's staring down at the Hobbit crossing Mordor. Yes, and you're just like, "Whew, I can breathe again." All right, I am no longer Gandalf the Grey. I'm Gandalf the White, and I can I can breathe a little bit. <laughs> I feel better about myself. All right, I mean that was purely hypothetical, anyway. Yeah. 100%. So in summary, in summary, if it if it involved the role, if it involves a role, it does not. It could, it, but. No, 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 I'm saying this is what would piss him off for sure. Like, this is the worst case scenario of what would piss him off. If it involved the role, it impacted his characters statistically, and if it was a physical deformity of some kind that came along with it, okay, so it would piss Donnie off the most. One Those out three of three things. ain't bad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think he'll be happy if it's any of those things, but he, I think he will get over it. Okay, all will all will make I will, sense soon. I will I will ask this question. Would August still sleep with him? If the answer is no, you've gone too far. You guys are assuming it's Vamp. <laughs> I will just yeah, say that. question, it's Mage. What other game oh. It it's Mage and he 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 carved He's gonna carve could, a pattern on it, his face. It could be D and D. I was actually thinking that, you know. When are we ever playing D and D? Now that you brought Cat in, it, we I'm like we could we could every start playing other Mage. Every other I was about to say instead of that playing instead of D and D. How are you maybe? I was gonna say instead Listen, of D and D. I like could... to think ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say instead of D and D, we could just start playing Mage every other Saturday. But Listen, you already invited Cat, so it's fine. Yeah. I like how <laughs> Rob's calling me out. I'm thinking ahead. <laughs> He's like, wow, that well, brings a whole new level well, of statistics no, I already, to you. I already assumed it's something along the lines of Donnie said something to Webby, and Webby's just plotting sweet revenge, nope. and he's going to hold over Donnie's head every now and again? Not at all. It's... Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. 
I have been thinking about how I'm kicking off your guys' D&D game. Oh, it really is the it, D&D it is game. D&D. Okay. I, I've been putting thought into how the where, the how, and the when that I'm going to be kicking your guys' D&D games off on. Mm-hmm. And as of right now, based off of the fact that I know Donnie, there, there's something that's going to happen to him. <laughs> if if you guys, if others make the similar choices during your character creation process, it may happen to others. Basically what you're saying is um, don't be a spellcast. Don't be an arcane spellcast. It's nothing mm-hmm. even like that. Okay, I will, okay, if you want, I will tell you right now. I'm assuming it has to do with him being a necromancer. No. I mean, oh, I don't care okay. personally. It doesn't bother me because I know. And this might not even happen because he might throw a curveball and not choose something anyway. He might, he might, he might mean, choose a whole different thing anyway. I'm assuming. I mean, my character's already created, so. <laughs> I'm my assuming. I can't change it now if you tell me it is something that I've already picked. I'm assuming Donnie's going to be an elf. Oh. He, he has an affinity for elves. He likes the elves. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I am a human, so. Right. Devin, what are you planning on being? I haven't even thought about my character yet. Okay, so, so that's fine. I will tell you But right I, I can tell you based on what I was going to play, I'm, I'm thinking of playing it wasn't going to be an elf. Okay. Does this have to do with Maybe a half elf. Bit. I don't know how that would affect anything. Well, it the, might. I don't know. The world to, tree was to, burned and I'm gonna have to, the elves there. No, it's it's basing off of something that happens very early on in the guy in in, in this campaign that I'm going to start for you guys. Okay. Where you are and such, elves are not the elves are looked down upon, and nope. through storyline, and then again, Donnie might not choose an elf, and I know he's not going to listen to fucking SU, so I can talk <laughs> about this. Uh, his, I'm I'm gonna cut his. I'm gonna trim his ears. Oh God! They're not getting Ow. cut off, but they're getting cut down. <sighs> yeah. Um, Rod, what class were you playing in that game, by the way? Monk. Okay. Then He's playing Elspeth. Yeah, I'm being Elspeth. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm 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 gonna make Woody proud. In her search for flying shoes. I mean, I should should bring back one of my characters, and I think I may do it. Do it up. I should bring back my character from from the Ross game. I should play the was I I was I was a halfling bard. The bard. Yep. I should remember bard. Will AP be there, or am I still searching for? He is still in the world. I know he's still in the world, but not anywhere near me. I haven't found him yet. No, you have not found. Okay. So, yeah, anyway, so that's what I was going to do based off of what I feel like Donnie's going to choose as a race. But he might throw me me for a loop. He might be a human. In that case, nothing will happen to him. And what level in that game? Uh, I I think think you said three. I think it's... I don't remember. Three or five. You said three or five. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember now. Donnie will probably remember. Yeah. Probably already been building his character. So. It's at least three, maybe five. Yeah, it's fine. I can make it work. So, I'm thinking since we're gonna have Cat with us, I'm gonna make it three. 
That way you guys will at least have your archetype feature, but it won't be so bogged down with the additional stuff to get Cat kind of confused and overwhelmed. Cat played D&D before? She has before. It's been a while. She says, but she was a cat, a literal cat. So she doesn't really. She didn't have a lot of mechanical things to do. As she a was, cat. she was the she was the cat from Divinity. Got it. Yeah, basically. So, all right. Well, with that being said, we're a little over an hour, uh, and it's a little over, a little past eleven o'clock here, uh, and I have to wake up relatively early in the morning. So we're gonna end the episode here. Why did I wake up? I have to give someone a ride in the morning. Yeah. So. Is it a fun kind of ride or just a ride? (laughs) It's the kind of ride I have to put my shoes on and drive out into public. So. (laughs) I I heard this little thing you sent me. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's Eric Connor. (laughs) Um. So, with that being said, what do we got for our science corner or getting real with Rob this week? Getting real with Rob. Uh, so there is a chance that we could be hit by a large asteroid called uh, Apophis. Apophis? Uh, Apophis, yeah. A-P-O-P-H-I-S. Okay. Um, so Apophis is a pretty large asteroid. It's actually somewhat in its orbit with Earth. It kind of trails along behind us, but it it's now moving faster than us, so... Actually, in March, it will pass by us uh, further. I think it said 40 times the distance of the moon. You can catch it on a large a large uh, 12-inch uh, telescope if you want. Um, but And then it's going to go pass by and come around again. I believe it's 2029. Um, it will pass close enough to be able to be seen by the naked eye. It'll go. You'll be able to see it in the sky pass so close um it'll actually pass in between our satellites and stuff that are out there uh and then i think it was 2038 or no yeah it comes back again like 2038 2039 it won't be as close that that time but then in 2069 or 68 i think it's 2068 there's a chance that it could actually strike us so i'll be dead long before then yeah, I mean, you could still be like eighty something. No, or 90. I'm not gonna live to be that old. <laughs> Are we joking? Uh, well, then, yeah, you'll be dead before then, I guess. All right, so I don't have to worry about this. I better not. This is where life plays the really cruel joke and gives me immortality, and I just don't know it. And I just, but, uh, just, I just continuously keep getting older. I just can't die of old age. And next thing you know, I'm like the crypt keeper. But yeah, so in March, though, if you want to look for it, you can. March of the 2021. It's going to be close. You need a telescope for that one, though. Um, and then in, we will still be alive in 2029 when it passes close enough to be streak across the sky in even a telescope. So All right. April 13th, which is Friday the 13th, by the way. So Oh, boy. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Eight right. years away. <laughs> and do we have uh, words of wisdom with Devin? Uh, Life advice? Rehash, rehash what I said in the chat the other day, because no one said anything about it. Believe in the you that believes in yourself. There you go. Okay. 
But what if I don't believe in the me that believes in myself? Tell me to do it. Just do it. Just do no it. No version of me believes in myself. Then what? What do I believe? In? You if that if that's then you the believe case, in us who believe in you. Okay. We that, believe in you, Rob. That or you believe in Christopher Davis. Christopher Davis, hey! Our Lord and Savior, (laughs) our Lord and Savior, Christopher Davis. (laughs) Dang it. You know, with that video where all the VTubers speak the anime language. All right, now, I just now broke I, Devin. I broke Devin. Now that moment. now that now that he said it again, I have to take the heat off Webby and make you all hate me now. So, uh, uh, real quick, uh, hey, 2050 is as far as is as equal distance you. away as 1990. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. God, <laughs> so old. All right. Well, with that, everybody, uh, Rob, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Confessor underscore X, where I'll be on blast apparently for my closing at eight o'clock. You can find me on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash confessor. And Devin, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie. And you can find me on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay. Okay. Doing eBay things. Doing eBay things. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And. We love you all. Stay safe. And as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter at JaxForestWalker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, on Instagram at Patrick.Webster52, and on eBay at Doing eBay Things with Devin. Until uh, next time, everybody, fuck Booster Cold, that asshole. Devin, I'm not mistaken, right? We did a Booster Gold episode, or were we going to do a Booster Gold episode? Yeah, there's there's a punishment. I believe we did it with Raffi, I believe. I believe we called Raffi on MK. We did it with Raffi, I believe. It was not more than 100 episodes. Because it was, hmm. it did show up on Podbean. Or on, right. not Podbean. Uh, we may do it. Who knows? All right, see ya. Do what? <laughs>